So we're raising children. Raising children, eating yeah. Eating pies. Eating pies and talking, talking over life. Yeah. Talking about life. Welcome to the Paris of the Plains. From Kansas City, I'm your host, Matt Hodap. How many men do you know who stay at home raising children and working in the kitchen? According to a Pew Research study from 2014, the number of stay-at-home dads had doubled to 2 million between 1989 and 2012. These two guys in Kansas City spend one half of their day taking care of kids and the other half baking pies for their startup food truck, Pie Hole. This is a story about discovering who you'd like to be after the world tells you who you're not. This is Tim Moore and Chris Knowles. loose end as far as our careers went <laughs> having having been asked to not return to our jobs ever again i got fired first <laughs> and i was uh i was given the boot second <laughs> tim's wife was uh was staying at home with their three kids mm-hmm. um my wife and i had just had our second so we kind of made we had been talking about perhaps someone staying home and that someone was was more likely to be me my wife mary said i'll go back to work because you suck at corporate america (laughs) (laughs) and i said go on (laughs) Uh, yeah right jeez exactly (laughs) and mary was the one that came to me um and said we were going to start a food truck and that was august 1st Mm -hmm. of last year and we had the thing up and running by October 11th. And the genesis of the whole idea kind of came about, number one, through my love of meat pies, because they are one of Australia's most Australian things. <laughs> uh, we didn't invent them, but I like to think that Australia has done a pretty good job at perfecting them. Uh, I started making them here in Kansas City when I moved here and met Tim from living across the street with him fed him some pies last year at my son's birthday and then that just kind of started the whole thing yeah my first impression was is uh not only wow that's hot (laughs) (laughs) um but i can't believe that i haven't had this before us americans think of sweet pie so um you know if your mind starts wandering you think well they putting meat in the sweet and so it can be a little confusing but after the first bite all that goes away i just thought man i mean we were starting to crave them and thought well if there's a way that we could, um, I don't want to say capitalize, but if there's a way we can take advantage of this unique food experience and share it with the city, I think we should try it. The guys will stay home, the gals will go back and get their job, and um, we'll start this truck on the side. The, the most time I spent eating meat pies probably as a sort of young adult and a, and a college student was surfing. I, I went to a college called the University of the Sunshine Coast. My wife tells me that it's probably made up. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and she's not really far off the mark because I spent more time surfing than I did going to class. Um, but when the surf was good, you'd surf for four or five hours and burn like 5,000 calories or something crazy like that. So, you know, you need something that's packed with protein, probably not too good for you. Um, just some, something handheld that you can shove in your pie hole pretty quickly. Um, and that's kind of what I think about every time I think about meat pies to this day. You know, the thoughts of summer days and family and college and all that sort of stuff is just uh, what, what pies evoke for me. 
kind of that feeling that you get of comfort and home, uh, for sure. In, in the American culture, sweet pies are just a part of it growing up. I mean, I'm from, I grew up in Florida, and my parents were from Texas, so pie, sweet pie, is, you know, from holidays to just any 4th of July, whatever, it's a big, it's a big deal. Being a stay-at-home dad is unique. Traditionally in our industry, or industry, in our world, been, quote unquote, a woman's job. Watch after some young kids and you know, take care of all the things at home. And then the men goes to the mill to do the blue collar work and then bring home the bacon. You get a lot of interesting reactions uh, from members of the public, whether it's hmm. older generation men who kind of give it a, maybe a skeptical look, like, can't you get a job? <laughs> <laughs> There, I was out in, um, uh, in Brookside, and this gal who I would assume she was roughly 60s, 70s maybe, she said, you know, uh, when I was your age, you would never see a father with all of his kids. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then she walked away. And so, I mean... <laughs> So you get, you know, all, all, all kinds, you know, and then of course, uh, you know, you have a, a friends that are in your current demo will, you know, they think, oh, wow, 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 that's crazy. I don't know if I could do that. And then there's guys that are uh, in their 40s or 50s going, that's a dream job, man. Hey, whatever it takes to make our house work, I am all on board for. You know, I saw this quote that um, it's not family night every night in Kansas City. Um, but almost and so if you're an outsider coming in it's kind of tough to infiltrate some of those just groups and, and having you know a lot of lasted relationships in town and uh, I married a local gal and I got plugged into that and she has a huge family here I have three kids all born here and so I'm I bought in man I'm in I love it I love it and I love the seasons I love my neighbors I love my neighborhood I mean you know <laughs> again I mean, yeah, I'm a corporate failure, but uh, I'm a, I'm a, I feel like I'm a community success. You can go to a chain place and help some random shareholder on the potentially the other side of the world, mm. or you can patronize a business that you know is going to pay for some kid to go to school. I think in the beginning we thought this sounds like it'll be fun, and we'll have a, you know what, see, we'll give it a shot because you know why not. Um, It'll be a good uh, kind of side outlet for he and I to, you know, get a chance to get out of the house every once in a while, uh, but also, uh, you know, connect with the community and offer them something pretty special. And so I tell people that our fun idea um, is turned into something we have to take pretty seriously now. <laughs> uh, and, you know, still having fun, of course, but, um, you know, not every day is puppy dogs and ice cream, you know, you have to make some decisions that, um, that are, are serious because, um, because it's really gotten legs and because it's growing and the community wants it. And we get, I don't want to say daily, but I'll definitely say weekly requests for our product, whether it's a private or some type of public or an interview or some type of media presence or something, um, because we are unique. Our story is unique. Uh, our, 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 our food is unique for the, for the area and you know, our name's Piehole. And so mm -hmm. we have a lot of things going on here that we've been able to uh, uh, stand out some and have some success. And so um, I would just say it's, it's a special time to be in Kansas City and in the food community, especially the food truck community. And we wanna keep that success going.
Thanks to Tim Moore and Chris Knowles for sharing their story with us. You can always listen to this story again at www.parisoftheplainspodcast.com. Also, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. We have some big things planned for 2016, so expect some major changes. And thanks to our sponsors, KKFI and the Charlotte Street Foundation. All our music is original and written by composer Jamie Searle. Our digital and graphic work is done by Matthew Sullivan. I'm Matt Hodap. Thanks for listening.